0: It's Friday in Passion Week, the fifth week of Lent. It is also the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zolstorf. Our spiritual pilgrimage to the station churches of Lent in Rome continues by gathering at Saints John and Paul, where we have been before, and then marching up to Santo Stefano Rotondo on the Chalian Hill. When the relics of the proto-martyr St. Stephen the Deacon were recovered in Jerusalem, they were brought to Rome in 415 and placed in this fascinating round basilica consecrated in the early 5th century. It's indeed round, and it had three ambulatories originally. Over the centuries it was reduced to two. It's built in the remains of a military barracks, and beneath it there is also a shrine to the pagan god Mithras. Gregory the Great preached sermons in this church. The cathedra, or seat he would have sat on as he preached, is preserved here. This is a must-see church when you go to Rome, and it has recently been restored. Today we are also one week out from Good Friday. As such, it is the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows. Today it is possible in the older form of the Roman Rite to celebrate Mass for the Feast of Our Lady, counterintuitively with white vestments and even a gloria. Mary, a sorrowful mother, is often depicted in art as being pierced through the heart with daggers or swords, as an echo to the prophecy made by Simeon at the time of the presentation of the Lord in the temple. Simeon foresaw that in the passion of the Lord, Our Lady would be so much in union with her divine Son's will that she too would feel great anguish devotion to Our Lady of Sorrows gained special attention after St. Bridget of Sweden learned from Mary that seven graces are granted to souls who honor her daily by saying seven Hail Marys and meditating on her tears and sorrows. From Toward Easter by Father Patrick Troadek In exactly one week it will be Good Friday. The sacrifice of Christ accomplished once and for all 2,000 years ago will be mystically made present for our souls. Our thoughts and our hearts will be all taken up with contemplating this profound mystery of the justice and the mercy of God. Holy Church willed to consecrate already a special day for honoring the sorrows of Jesus' Holy Mother. The sufferings of the Blessed Virgin begin when the old man Simeon predicts that a sword of sorrow will pierce through her soul. But they reach their paroxysm at the foot of the cross. On that day not only does she accept the martyrdom of her son, but she offers him to the Heavenly Father. Our Lord goes spontaneously toward his passion, and Mary offers willingly her beloved son for the glory of the Most Holy Trinity and for the salvation of mankind. Mary mixes her tears as a mother, the Most Holy and the Most Loving of a Mother's with the divine blood of her Son for the redemption of the men of all time. God, who had given her this divine Son, asks her for him back on Calvary, and Mary offers him with all the love of her heart in the greatest adhesion to the divine will. O Mary, O Mother most loving, it is your heart also which is pierced mystically by the iron point of the spear, It opens for me an entry into your sorrowful and immaculate heart, and I wish today to meditate on your sufferings. O Queen of Mercy, refuge of sinners, untiring advocate of all our miseries, deign to watch over me during these days. The passion of your Son took place beneath your gaze. Help me to draw near to its mystery, so that my soul, redeemed by the blood of your Son and watered with your tears, may convert resolutely to God and always persevere in His service.